Hello listeners and welcome to another very interesting episode with Burabari Adule Oko Esquire, your lawyer, your business strategist, and your social influencer. Welcome. Today, I want to talk about a very critical issues that um, has been popping up recently, particularly among our youths, and that is the entitlement mentality. Most of the time you see our youths shouting on social media everywhere that so so big man doesn't want to help us, so so person doesn't want to help us, this person is making money, he's a rich man, how many persons has he helped, and all that. This is what we call entitlement mentality. This mentality simply means that you expect that somebody should help you. You're waiting for somebody to help you to move on in life. You're actually trying to depend on help by somebody. You feel it is a right that you should be helped. Somebody should give you something. That is what we call entitlement mentality. Now, I am not saying that it is a bad thing to help or to expect somebody to help you. It is very natural. Even the Bible supports, say, cast your bread upon the waters and you will find it after many days. The Bible or every other belief supports giving, helping, assisting. And like they always say, a giver receives more than the receiver but what i am actually focusing on today is that most of our youths feel entitled to this help and assistance now the fact remains that nobody is entitled to assistance or help from another person not even your parents because even the Child Rights Act, a piece of legislation or a law that tries to uh, 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 that tries to uh, safeguard the child, that tries to protect the child from abuse and deprivations, did not put that mandate that a father must do this or do that for the child. While it, while it supports that the father, the family, the parents, the guardians should assist the child, it is not that very strict or comes with such severe punishment that if you cannot send your child to school, you should be jailed. Or if you cannot do this thing for your child, you should be jailed. So, if your parent that brought you to this world is not under strict compulsion to help you succeed in life how do you now feel entitled that somebody out there who has his families who has his problems who has his issues and very many other things should or must assist you that is one issue now, before um, I proceed, let me um, emphasize on one issue again. I am not saying that 
those who are privileged should not help those who are not privileged. I am not advocating that. But uh, what I am trying to emphasize is that we should not, the underprivileged or others should not see it as a matter of compulsion that for them to succeed in life, it must be through the help of somebody. Because why I am trying to emphasize it is that we have so many people who are doing nothing. They are just waiting for helper. More especially when most of our church today, our prayer points are, God should give me my destiny helper. So we are always now, because of this mentality that uh, God will send us a destiny helper, always on the watch out or on the lookout for somebody who is going to push millions, put a lot of money or sponsor one serious thing in our life before we can succeed. That is the point I am trying to emphasize. So now, why am I saying this? First of all, there are so many assumptions on somebody's means. You see, most of those big man, rich man, politician, business guru, you are seeing. The general assumption is that this person, because you are driving a good car, you've built a nice house. The general assumption is that you are making money. You are actually swimming in money. So you are supposed to spread this money around. And so people look at you in this light. Many people now sit down and begin to look, expecting you are supposed to, you are, you, you should, how many persons have you helped? But the truth is that most of the times, these things are assumptions. Some of these people you see are people who you are bet, even better off than them. And that is the truth. Because now, I have seen several persons who are well known, if I mention names, you, you will wonder. But if you actually go to them, if you look at the debts, the money they have borrowed for them to be able to fuel their car, for them to be able to keep their children in school, for them to be able to do one thing or the other that they can stand up in society, you will, you, you as a person, you will not sleep. In fact, if, 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 you, if you have this debt, sometimes you might even end up hanging yourself, killing yourself, because the debts are so enormous. Now, why will they go to borrow to live this lifestyle? Because of the class the society has placed them. And so they will not want to hear that, oh, myself, my children are out of school because I cannot afford school fees. Oh, I am using Okada because I cannot fuel my car. Oh, this and that. So they end up borrowing. But you as a person, although you don't have much, although you, you are begging, but you don't have such debts, you can sleep in peace, only that maybe hunger will not allow you to sleep well. But at least hunger disturbing you is better than owing such amount of money sometimes. So what I'm trying to say is that some of the persons you are expecting that they should help you, they are not actually in that position to help you. Because even the little that comes to them most of the times, they have a lot of relationships relatives, they have a lot of hangers on, they have a lot of people who are close to them, who've been serving them, who also need these things from them. And for them to now pass this thing around, they might not even be able to help the next person outside this their circle of friends and people. 
so that is one issue that we have to have in mind when we are having this um entitlement mentality another thing is that sometimes these people have so much personal problems personal issues that even make them to not to be able to be in a position to 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 to, to give to others some people really have people with terminal illness in the family that they are taking care of they are spending money on some of these people have a lot of other commitments that is even taking most of their time and so you find out that they have to be able to satisfy their own internal problems first before they can uh, assist another person so these are the reason that we should not always at every point in time look up to other people and feel entitled now there is something i want to emphasize on particularly to our people our youth you see now when we sit down and hear of bill gates we hear of um jeff bezos being the richest man in the world bill gates being the second richest man in the world we look at the part the, the fact that we, we we think that it is because of the money they have to spread around no let me tell you in the united states there are thousands of persons who drive better cars than bill gates and jeff bezos there are thousands of persons who live in posh apartments than these people we are talking about but their wealth is in how much investment they have and so if for example now i make 10 million naira today now if i want to be a rich man which you expect me to be which you are already calling me and i am not yet i have to invest this money it is the value of my investment that makes me a rich man or a poor man and it is from my investment that i can actually help people now let me give you an example jeff bezos rate as the richest man in the world is based on the value of his stock in amazon bill gates position as the second richest man in the world today is val is, is based on his the value of his investment in microsoft now how many of our people have investments that equates that you can actually call them millionaires or billionaires many of them don't because if you want to try to look at the rich men in our communities today these are people who are close to government and so with their uh, position in government or their relationship with those in power they are giving one contract or the other and once in a while 20 million naira 15 million naira 30 million naira comes in and now when these monies come in they have circle of friends people who they have been using to be able to maintain their position so by the time they try to settle these people and take care of their own immediate needs remember they have to drive a car remember they have to they have to send their children to school remember they have to get a nice house to befit their status you find out that this money gets exhausted over and over again and because it is not invested it does not bring returns and so once in a while you see somebody being able to show up buy drinks kill goats and do that and at the, the next moment you see the same person just idling away now but our expectation of this person because you have seen him doing these things driving cars giving out money you now expect that he is making money and at every point in time you expect him to be giving out largesse here and there 
That's that's the main thing. Now let me tell you why a rich man will not just help you the way you expect. Point number one: a rich man will not help you the way you expect because one, a rich man, like I have rightly explained, is somebody who invests, and so his wealth is not in how much he is able to spend. It's not in how much how big his car is. It's not in how much he's able to throw around. But real wealth is in investment. And so now you come up to him and say, look, I'm having these problems. This is what I need. This is what I need. And you expect him to go into his investment and bring out some chunk of money and hand it over to you. No. Because every successful businessman hates consumerism. They give you one millionaire now. You begin to think. You begin to think of the car you're going to buy, how you're going to buy things into your house, how your house is going to look like, how you're going to move from a self-contained to a two-bedroom flat. That is a consumer mentality. So you spend this money, and over a little period of time, you are back to where you are because this money is not able to give you more. And so a successful businessman will not give his money to you when he knows that all he will do with that money is to spend it, consume it. Now you tell me, eh, I want to start business, I want to start business. Yes, fine. Everybody and anybody can start business. But a successful businessman will not just hand over his money to you when you tell him, I want to start a social business. Because he does not believe in the, he has not been convinced that the business you want to invest in is going to bring returns because that's what he wants. But if you have a genuine business idea that you have been able to reduce it into a very feasible business plan, an average man will help you because he knows that. If he gives you the money to start this business, not only will it now remove you from the status you wear to a new status that you you too can help others, but it will also help you. It will also put in a position where you can employ others and help others. And so, any reasonable businessman who has invested or suffered to get his money will be willing at every point in time to invest in another person but will not be willing to give to another person that is the situation and so what i am trying to say is that in as much as we feel we are entitled to receive from these persons our receiving from them will depend on what we put on the table so you can see somebody who will not help people around him not because he is wicked but because he's so far to get this money and he cannot and giving you that money it's like throwing the money away you say after all i've used it to eat after i've used it to buy clothes after but they are throwing money away because the food the clothes everything you have bought with the money will fade will, will spoil will go and that is how the money has gone so that is one of the reasons we most persons do not actually 
just hand over money to people as it is expected. And let me tell you something. In my law class, our lecturer asked the question. You are walking along the road by a river and you see somebody drowning, which you can help. And you refuse to help that person. And that person eventually die. Can you be arrested and prosecuted? Absolutely not. You cannot be arrested and prosecuted because you did not cause the death of that person, although you were in a position to help. So what I'm trying to say is that help and giving are personal. Very personal. You cannot blame the person that refused to help. Because he has not preached any law. He has not breached your right. He has not done anything criminally liable. And there's somebody who decides to help. You see, you will not blame the person. And that does not make the person that helps an angel or the person that doesn't help the devil. It's just a matter of mindset and beliefs and circumstances. And so it is very, very wrong to begin to paint somebody who you expected to help you and they don't help you as the devil. It's absolutely wrong. Like I read some time ago, if I am earning one millionaire and you expect that half of my community is entitled to help from me, now you that is earning 30,000 naira, how many members of your larger family are entitled? You earn your own 30,000 naira, you use it to buy your, your food, buy your clothes and complain. That's why the person that earns one million naira also have, because his status now is high. He wouldn't eat the same thing you're eating. And besides, he will have more dependence than you. And so if we expect the person that earns one million naira to use chunk of his money to help others, then you that is earning 30,000 naira should also divide your money into two and help others. But there are many persons who you are far better off than. That's the issue. And that is why when it comes to the law, like I said, you see, uh, chapter 3 of the 1999 Constitution lists uh, out those things that the government should do. Government should provide education. Government should provide jobs. Government should provide these social, social amenities and all that. But that same Constitution says that government cannot be sued if they fail to provide this. That's why I say government can decide not to do the roads to your community. And you cannot sue him. Government can decide not to renovate the schools in your community. And there is no basis. You cannot bring him to court. Because even if this constitution said these things are necessary, it does not create liability. The government can decide to do it or may not decide to do it. So what I'm trying to say and the crux of the matter is that we should not feel entitled to help and assistance. We should struggle. There are thousands and one persons who have become what they desire in life without the help and impute of anybody. But if you are privileged to receive help, that's good for you. 
But if nobody helps you, you can go on, struggle, and you can become whoever you want to be in life. But when you have this uh, uh, entitlement mentality, you begin to wait, expect, solicit, beg, wait. And at the end of the day, you will be disappointed and it becomes devastating. And you, you look at all the years, all the time that you will have used to develop yourself, to do something meaningful, to help yourself, wasted because you have been expecting. But if you cast away this entitlement mentality and look at yourself and say, what do I have? And how can I use what I have to get what I want? When you sit down and ponder on this and you get up and you move forward, you can become far better than those people you expected and felt entitled to their gifts. Thank you. We will see some other time.